0: This is the High Hopes Podcast. I hope. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP.
1: Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast, a Back-to-back walk-off edition. A uh, Luke Williams saved the season edition, and Jack Fritz. Let me just say this right off the bat: Who let the Phils get hot, buddy? Who let him get hot, Jack?
0: once there was a silly old ant, uh, thought uh, he'd uh. move a rubber tree plant. Oh, well, anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber You're tree rough. plant, buddy? What a day. What a couple days. It's like the highest hopes
1: of the season by far. Dude, imagine
0: if they win the World Series. This is like (laughs) they're in second place three games back, still two games under 500.
1: The the video yearbook crew is working overtime right now. Oh, man. stuff right here. I mean, all we've been asking for is for some life, some fire, for them to seem like they're having as much fun playing the game as we do watching it and like the last two nights Jack I mean you know like everyone who listens to this pod knows you're the one who's ready to hop in anytime like I'm so ready to hop in man like this does and and look they got to they got to keep yeah. bringing it but yeah. like this feels like the kind of like we've said it a million times like all the things that are the start of something like this actually feels like it could be the start of something it feels like good vibes Jack
0: listen, we're gonna completely ignore we're gonna completely ignore the first uh the first it didn't nine happen. innings. It yeah.
1: Didn't happen. Yeah. And also we're gonna ignore Friday night, cause that or excuse me, not Friday night, Tuesday night, cause that didn't happen. Uh or Friday night, I guess, too. Yeah. Either way, we're gonna ignore those ones yeah. and pull.
0: Yeah, I mean listen. I mean, I need a I need a towel. I mean, seriously. It, it was uh it was uh it was another like listen, it was an excruciating ball game. I mean it was. Um actually it actually wasn't. It was an excruciating ten minutes. Um Yeah, it was
1: a quick it was a quick, well pitched game prior. Yeah, oh dude,
0: we were like trying to we we're like, oh man, we gotta plan a show today. We weren't planning to do that. Um
1: oh, I will I will freely admit and I swear to you, my intent was, was with the most reverse jinxing possible that I could do. I texted Jack after the top of the 10th and said, well, the Phillies are making it easy for us not to have to record a pod today.
0: Yeah. And then what happened? Then what happened, James, they got hot. And I gotta be honest. I was on this take last year and I'm on it again. I freaking love, it's the runner on second base rolled extra innings. It is both painful, it is joyful, all mixed into one. It's a good rule. And today, it really, <laughs> really helped. Um, I mean, listen, I'm in a good, I'm in a good spot. There are obviously some flaws with this team, but here's the God's honest truth is that no one in the NL East is that good. And none of these teams are that good. And why not the Phils why not the Phils get 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 right you know get get the big guys back I mean Bryce enough enough with the bad body language it's time to figure it out a little bit um that's disappointing but like they're right there and this is a big weekend I know I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves but like the Yankees are coming to town and this is not this is not the the 1927 Yankees this is not the 09 Yankees this is not an unbelievable Yankees team you got to take care of business prove to me you're real. That's all I want. Yeah.
1: yeah. And especially at home. Right. Cause we're about to go to the West coast. If there's uh-huh. the Dodgers and the giants. Yeah, like, Spencer Howard the...
0: starting Monday in, uh, yeah, in LA. I mean,
1: like, come on. Like, you know, we know how this goes. So like these two games are even that much more important, but like, we'll get to that. Like, they won two of three against the Nats. Like, cool, whatever. Yeah. You know, like it's the Nats
0: mad. stink. They're they're bad. Waste of my time. Get Which out of here.
1: We said coming in the season, we thought it'd be a three team race, and it's, I think in the end, it's going to be a three team race. It's looking like a three team race, and this was just like what a massive back to back here. I mean, like it felt like if they lost that game last night, the season was over. <laughs> and it like, and I know, I know, we're being dramatic. The season is not actually over. I said on this Jack podcast today. I said to Jack at work today, going to today's game. I said must, get, must win game. Uh-huh. Like and, and, but like that's what it felt like. It felt like with this team, like with the inability to like start getting on a roll. Like at a certain point, it is too late, right? At a certain point, you know, it passes you by and all of a sudden the Mets are like eight games up, and it's like, you know, what the bleep just happened? Like, you know, you do need to to at a certain point go on a run and start playing better baseball. And and we've just been dying for it man we've been dying for it and like to do it in this way with the i mean back to back walk-offs for this team Mm. two straight games where it just felt like it was over like no phillies fan on the planet other than maybe luke williams's family Thought that we were going to win that game last night. And, and even more so today, even more so, especially after like the, it's funny that you mentioned the the zombie runner as Scott Fransky calls it. I'm in on that. It's better than the ghost runner. Like it's great. It's a great line for it, but the zombie runner actually helped the Braves more out the Phillies because the Phillies didn't give up any freaking hits, <laughs> but still two runs. Like yep. at least the Phillies came out, no outs raked in the t- bottom of the 10th. So uncharacteristically, Phillies the last two days, Jack. This team won games we never thought they would in the moment.
0: And you know what makes it even that much sweeter is that we, like, I hope that all those miserable tomahawk chopping Braves fans know how we have felt for, I don't know, the last decade, ever since Kimbrel blew, blew the save in 2011. Like, knowing the pain that it has been to have these backbreaking losses. Against the Braves to return the favor the last two days and to, and in all seriousness, like I hope the Phillies are are putting the the Braves thing behind them and and every time they're they're up a little bit against the Braves that they're not doing this whole oh well we'll we'll find a way to blow this like totally like it's they need to they need to figure out how to beat them and the Marlins and today in these last two days might be big steps for, towards being like no we're, we're we're right on the same same page as you guys um now now well,
1: especially real quick especially with freddie freeman and we'll get to the the you know should have caught it like let's be real but freddie freeman homering there like of all people just felt like the most great, like it's happening again right like the exact what you're talking about is freddie freeman homering in that spot so Anyway, go
0: ahead. Yeah, it's just and, – and listen, hector, Hector's hector got to figure out his thing against the Braves, and, of course, Hector allows one one bad pitch that Odubel should have oh, caught, man. and every time it's like, oh. well, get him out of there. Why is he on the team? His ERA is under two. It's under two. He made a bad pitch to the reigning NL MVP that the center fielder should have caught. Enough. Enough. Closers blow saves. Brad Lidge going 48 for 48 was the worst thing that has ever happened to this franchise. It's seriously, it's the worst thing that has ever happened to this franchise.
1: Well, especially after he struck out Acuna, like that was like Hector at his finest. Like we all know how great Acuna is. Like that, that strikeout pitch was like like, Hector, like Hector Splitter is, we know how good it is. That's like in his Hector Splitter Hall of Fame. Like that pitch was. So nasty.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and like he, he and oh, and also he has he's pitched once in like two weeks. Like
1: I that that was my thought, and the paternity leave thing and yeah, all that. Like enough, dude. Hector's the only guy I truly trust in this bullpen. Like, all right, we saw Alvarado the well, next thing. We know what worse is. No, we know what not trusting a guy to actually be able to throw strikes is.
0: No, no, you're forgetting a key one Very disappointed in you.
1: Oh Ranger, uh, you're right. Honestly, I'm sorry. MVP of the season right now. Yeah. I mean Rangers are. It's like, Should be an All Star. Uh, dude, uh, dude uh, that was uh, – so Ranger, 20 and a third innings, no earned runs. He's given up one earned run. He's given up six hits and four walks. Like, dude, has been, he's got a .5 whip and a zero ERA in 20 and a third innings, Jack. Like, that's not nothing. I know it's a small sample size, whatever, but, like, that's not nothing.
0: Well, where um, where were you yeah. Where were you when when Ranger Suarez turned into the best reliever in the sport and yeah. Luke, Luke Williams saved, saved the Philly season? season. Yeah,
1: I mean – all right, let's get into the two save the seasons guy and we'll get back to today because I have a Zach Wheeler question that I am. I I didn't tweet it Uh-oh. because I wanted you to to in case you saw the tweet, I wanted a live reaction from you on it because like I feel I think it's a really fun Phillies Wheeler question. Well,
0: and and to be honest, James. I also have a Wheeler question for you, and I'm and I'm wondering if we have the same question.
1: It's gonna be so good. We'll find out. All right. Um, Luke Williams game first.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, let's start with Suarez, and then we'll get to uh Luke, and actually Eflin too. Like the Eflin Suarez combo, you know, are the reason. I mean, Luke Williams is the hero, and we'll get to that moment and what it was. I want to talk about that, but like. Like, they only win that game because of Eflin and Suarez as well. And for Ranger to come in the way he did and pitch three perfect innings again. And Eflin looked good, man. Eflin got out of some tough jams. Bases loaded. No outs in the second. Had that double play ball. The By the way, real quick aside. Like, how nice is it to have Ron Torres playing shortstop for these games and actually watching, like, a major league quality defensive player making defense plays. But the double play ball, like, got out, got out of some big jams there. I was impressed with the gutty effort from Eflin to keep them in that game. And and then Suarez, man. What do you think of those two and and the combo? Because, again, they don't win that. I know the, the Luke Williams homer, which we'll get to, like, is the moment that we'll all remember. But they don't win that game without Eflin and Suarez doing what they did.
0: Yeah, Eflin's back. It was, it was, it was, obviously, the days off helped him. I think he had nine days off. So... Um, that, anytime you can get that, it'll help. And I,
1: you called that too, like that. You were dead on about that. I, I thought them moving around the rotation the way they did was the wrong move. And you were like, I actually really like it, and here's why. And and you were right.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he, you could just tell. Um, like he was much quicker, much more uh, decisive towards the plate. Um, because like the last start against the Rays, he was just kind of slow and sluggish, and his mechanics were getting out of whack, and he was kind of cutting himself off, and he wasn't able to get inside to lefties and he was leaking out over the plate. So whenever you see that, that means your mechanics and you're just a little bit tired and I know he's had the heavy body stuff in the past but like yeah, it was good to have him back on track. I mean, uh what do you guys six innings, one run. Um so listen, it was it was a good good Eflin outing and then Rangers now throwing harder too. I mean, watch out baseball. I mean, he was 91, 92 like last week. And then now he's up to 94, 95. I mean, yeah. it, ha-
1: 93 with regular, it felt like he was like almost sitting at 93.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just hope the rest of baseball had fun because, uh, <laughs> the, the best reliever in baseball is just warming up. Well, but yeah. What,
1: what like, is it, is it deceptiveness? Is it the change of speeds? Like what is it that's making him so effective?
0: Right well, now? his sliders are really good pitch, and he can throw over strikes. Um, and then he can spot, he, uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Um, and I'm sure, like I'm sure, people out there would be better at this than me, anyway. But it, just, just, in, right.
1: I want your eye, Jack. Well, we can all look at baseball savant. We can all look at Brooks baseball. I want the Fritz eye.
0: That's what I mean. That's what I trust the most as well. But. Uh, <laughs> The Fritz eye tells me that his fastball, while not very hard, has very high spin efficiency and just gets on, guys. Um, he's one of those lefties that it's like only 93, 94, but it like it jumps to to right-handed batters and they can't square him up on the inside. So um to me it looks like his fastball spins very efficiently, and that's why he's so hard to square up. And he can throw his 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 curve or a slider for a strike. It's a pretty good pitch. Change up, same kind of thing. It's like it's like he's a three-pitch starter <laughs> that's coming out of the bullpen that throws strikes. And, um, yeah, he is just, I mean, he made he made Freddie Freeman look the the worst I've ever seen Freddie Freeman look against a <laughs> Phillies pitcher, which uh. I didn't think was possible. By the way, like, real quick aside, I know he hit the home run, but, man, like, that was the least scared I've been of Freddie Freeman in my in my in, too, entire man. life, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, and even after, look, the first game, Acuna obviously had that big game, but Shut him down after game one too. Like the last two days of pitching, from Meflin, Suarez to Wheeler, what happened today? Like shut Acuna down in big spots too. Like Acuna had some some shots. Um, yeah, man, I'm with you. Look, that'd be you know. And again, like if if Odubel catches that ball, which like look, I know it's not like the easiest catch. It is a ball that was clearly over the fence, but like he just missed it. Like we all saw it. Like he if he had jumped correctly and jumped where the ball was going with his glove. He easily could have caught it. So, like, I don't want to – you know, I know people are like, oh, it was home run, whatever. Like, it, he could have caught that ball. And if yeah. they do, like, we're looking at this Freddie Freeman series. Like, they shut him down. Like, completely shut him down. So, I'm I'm with you, man. Like, and the Suarez thing, and it's like I know a lot of people are like, put him in the rotation. We talked about that last pot and stuff. And I can see the value in that, especially, look, Vinny, the last couple outings, shaky ground, where is he going, all that. But, like, the Howard – Suarez piggyback, and more so the versatility of the fact that Suarez can go like two, three days, and then give you another three, two, four innings. Like, like to have that kind of rubber arm, at least in today's term, you know, like you know, back in the day, these guys were right. rubber arms, but like I think that's more valuable in a way, Jack.
0: Yeah, and and what they're having him do, I mean, you need him for like it. For me, Ranger is the best of both worlds, and it, it allows the Phillies to have a best of both worlds because. Like, he's the perfect guy to put behind Spencer because you know Spencer at this point's a four-inning pitcher. <laughs> you hope he's a four-inning pitcher. Did
1: you say four? Yeah, oh, sorry. Wow, that'd be sweet. Mm, my bad. <laughs> he, one, one time he was.
0: Donovan Donovan so Chespat.
1: Let's go, let's go two and hope for more. Yeah. It's like spawn insane and pray for rain. It's two and hope for more, except not as a
0: No, it wasn't rhymy at all. We're, we're going no, to scrub that last 30 seconds. I trying to, in the yeah. moment, mm.
1: think of a rhyme.
0: Mm. Didn't go well. No. Nah. Nah, I wasn't no. works. Yeah. I'm
1: not not good at that. Yeah.
0: Some of us some of us are quick, some of us are not. I'm
1: good at no, I'm good at other mm. things. I'm not good at rhyming and like puns. Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at puns.
0: Oh, not listen. Funny. Yeah, I don't know any I don't know any of that stuff. No, I just yeah.
1: all, I, l- I once knew a guy who like it was like it got to the point of annoying. Like, it was right. like, all right, enough. But, like, he could pun anything in any situation. It was like, all right, dude, like, we get it. Like, you love to use puns. Like, enough. Yeah. But the, it was, at first, it was like, wow, that's incredibly impressive. Anyway.
0: The only thing that I'm good at saying is never a doubt and don't let this team get hot. That's the only. And,
1: and, uh, uh, you're forgetting one. What? Feels like a loss. Oh,
0: it feels like a loss, yes.
1: Come on, Jack. Yep. Why do I have to tell you? I mean.
0: Well, listen, it, I, I would like, I, I just don't know if there's a more consistent person in philadelphia media than me i'm just about okay. as consistent as they come
1: well yeah i think that's fair <laughs> yep you give know there i'll give you you know there's some not on the phillies beat, but there's some grumpy media people who are consistent in their grumpiness
0: oh yeah yeah. yeah. but i'm like, talking about i'm talking about other
1: beats we'll say
0: I'm, I'm talking about i'm talking about how i am the ultimate three true outcomes uh <laughs> <laughs> twitter guy i don't
1: think Want to sell yourself yep. as that these days. That's the ranger outcomes has never had less appeal. Yep. Um uh, uh, back
0: to Ranger. Uh yes, it is a the, the, the good
1: the, job bringing us back. Guys.
0: yeah
1: like, where were we? Should yeah. we just get to Luke Williams? Alright, good
0: No. Why why would we get to the most important part of the podcast? <laughs> that's what
1: I'm saying. It's a Ranger.
0: Yeah, let's cool. let's stick with Ranger Suarez's three innings of relief last night. Um, but in all seriousness, I do like the the plan. I mean it's it's a fine. Like you don't need to rush Ranger Suarez into the into the rotation while you have those guys here because he's almost more valuable being able to go three innings two times a week than he is one time six innings. Um now obviously it gets to a point where it's like Spencer's terrible and yeah, v- Vinny. Right. Yeah, yeah. But for right now, I'm cool with it.
1: I am too, man. I am too. All right, Luke. Uh I mean, first of all, last pop, you called for it, we called for it. Like bring Luke up. Yeah. Awesome. Um so obviously the the win itself so important, but like Jack, I'll be honest with you, like that was one of those moments, those nights that like I I know this sounds super cliche and whatever, but like I will remember it for the rest of my life. Like it felt like a, a such a beautiful moment to see that dude in his first major league start with his freaking family in the stands do that in that moment in his first start. And then the inner, the whole thing from the Homer to around the bases to the water, you know, the whole dumping on him with the interview and like how they kept coming back and the Bryce Harper hug, like that moment with him and Bryce and the straw hat and like the interview and and shout out to Tom McCarthy, shout out to Ben Davis. Like those guys did a great job with that interview. And like, like where he, you know, encapsulating that moment for that dude and and Scott, too, Fransky's call, by the way, as well with the oh, what Alzheimer. A week, what a, what a what a week, you know, what a moment in the what a week for for Lou Williams. like they both like encapsulated that moment. and like, to the interview and him, like, you know the whole, it's like I'm gonna cry. You know, it's I can't even put it into words. It's pretty awesome. Like, Jack, like I know that, that like I'm a hyperbolic person. I know that. I know that I go to extremes and I like to, you know, say things. But like, honestly like that I I, it for me in that moment like it felt like one of those like this is why I watch sports I watch sports for moments like this and I'm so happy they won today because it kind of can carry that momentum but like that moment for you did you have that same type of like you know obviously it was a big win but that that kind of even more so like this is the best Phillies moment like easily since the Harper Grand Slam and one of the best Phillies moments in a really long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd argue the uh, the Pavetta complete game against the Reds, but it, it's definitely <laughs> it's, it's definitely up there. No, it's uh, yeah, and it's it's just so and, to, see, to see how to see how You're happy. So
1: on, Brand. You're so on. Brand.
0: I know. I, I know. I feel like I I had to break up all this happiness.
1: Well, I'll do it for you too, as well, because my other thought in watching it was like. Normally, when I'm watching any moment of Phillies game, I'm thinking like, "What if Jim Nance were the Phillies? Ah, there it is. What would he say about it?" But in that moment, because T Mac and Scott Fransky were so amazing in that moment, it didn't even creep in my mind, Jack. So yeah, the
0: the yeah, and 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 the thing is, like, he seems like a great dude, and Mm -hmm. he seems like a guy that's like super easy to root for. Uh, seems like a gamer. Like, uh, like the walk off was cool, but uh, the bunt and the, to get the, <laughs> totally, to get, yeah. to get the third base was also awesome. So, um yeah, and it was just like yeah, cuz you that's every kid's dream, right? I mean, you you grow yes. up and, you, and it, you're playing baseball, the walk-off home run your first start. Um your whole family's there. Like it's just like I mean, this kid's on a hot streak. It's it's probably the biggest hot streak I've ever seen uh, a Philly athlete have. I mean, go to the Olympics, come up, get called up, walk off home run, win the lottery, all that stuff. The straw hat's amazing. Like, I just, it, it's, it was a, for, for as dreadful as the first eight innings were, and eight and two thirds, really. Um, yeah, it was just, it was it was magical. And it's one of those moments that, um, yeah, I, I'm never going to forget the Luke Williams walk-off. Like, I'm trying to think, you know, last decade, I would say, all right, twenty. 12 on like the, the good yeah that's
1: re- 2012 on that's the move like the like,
0: the, like the goodell throw or whatever tyler goodell whatever the throw at home to uh, to rough to get out to win that game uh the harper walk off um the pathetic complete game against the reds and the luke williams the luke <laughs> williams walk off i mean it's they're they're all there and and it's a short list it's a short li- list it's been it's been a rough decades so um but yeah Uh,
1: Vinny V throw from left field yeah Vinny V left-handed throw to first I don't
0: know the Vinny V 16 strikeout game
1: (laughs) yeah that's there you go it is sad oh
0: listen it's been it's been a long decade pal
1: it really is one of those moments but to your point and to what we've talked about the whole time is like imagine what that moment becomes if they actually freaking use it I know. no curse on the ios podcast i know if they freaking use it I after t- yesterday and today and they use it like it's like then we look back at that moment and like the whole like oh luke williams saved the season it's like luke williams saved the season like you know then we say it that way and like it would be awesome because it was that kind of magical storybook movie moment and if that were not only because it is it in a vacuum no matter what that moment is that it is it is a movie like you said it's magical it's like a dream for any kid ever like what what a moment but if it's also the moment that propels this team towards a playoff run towards a, a division run or whatever it's like there's an added resonance to it an added like significance historically that would be awesome to be able to attach to it. You know what
0: I mean? Yeah, and I and I I'm sorry for even putting this in the in the atmosphere, but I couldn't help but think about Utley's Grand Slam to to start his career. Like I I couldn't, I couldn't help but think about that as Luke Williams is like rounding the bases. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if we got another Utley? <laughs> so it was a whirlwind of emotions for sure. And full disclosure, I was on another <laughs> I was on another podcast when I saw the the home run going out and i was like oh my god i know really? i know yeah. i know yeah. so like i i had a delayed reaction but um well, i
1: always have a delayed reaction because dude I'm it is it is brutal surprising. it is
0: absolutely brutal like you're you not know, even close I tweet
1: through it i tweet through it because you know i'm just sharing my emotions with people and if you see it when something else has happened then it is what it is you know
0: I, I honestly, is. I'm
1: streaming. I'm streaming it. It's two minutes of mine. What do you want me to do?
0: I know, and and listen, if there's anyone out there that wants to uh, uh, advertise in the High Host Podcast, p- please reach out because James doesn't have cable, and I can't. <laughs> And I can't take I can't take the delayed reaction to to Phillies games, to sporting <laughs> events. He is consistently minutes behind whatever is happening actually on the field at that moment. The tweets don't make any sense when he puts them out there. So if you're interested in in advertising on the podcast, please reach out because James yeah. James needs it.
1: I could use it. Yeah. I could use it. Yeah. Hey, you know, you should all be happy I'm tweeting it all. Um all right, let's get to today. Let's do it. Zach, Zach Wheeler, dude, like, Whew. all right, do you, should we say our question at the same time or is that just going to be, no, different?
0: let's try it. Let's do it at the same time. All right. Okay. Give me, right, give so we'll me a, give me a, give me a three, two, one, give me a three, it's gonna, two, one. Be, yeah,
1: we do. No, you know, we do our pre-show check normally all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. inside baseball, the editing. So we'll do one, two, three question. Okay. Ready? All right. One, two, three. Is Zach Wheeler is 20, the second 20, best starter since Zach 2000 Wheeler on the, the Phillies? 2018 Aaron Nola? Uh, i think we asked the same question in different ways
0: yeah um so
1: it's the exact same question so my question yeah
0: my question was is he the second best starter since 2000
1: yeah oh wow so yours is even more mine is is he better than 2018 arenola which is basically asking is he the best since holiday right which is a similar to question to what you're saying right like you're basically asking is he the best since Halliday? right Ah uh, yes. that's who the answer would be for who's the best in two thousand. It's Halliday, right? Because you yes. know your shillings yes. prior to that. Yeah. So, so like that's exactly where I was at, Jack. Like that's where my head is at. You know, this version of ja- Zach Wheeler of right Jack? now is ja- oh, Freudian slip, buddy. <laughs> um, like this. It feels, and look, again, like what those guys did is they did it for the full season, right? I mean, you know, the guys were talking, like Roy Halladay's 2010-2011 season, like that's rarefied air type stuff. Like Zach Wheeler has to finish the season out to do it. But like what he's doing so far, what he is right now is like, I think, Jack, the best I've seen since 2011 Roy Halliday. That's where I'm at.
0: Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Nola had a two three seven ERA in 2018.
1: Agree. And he has to. Wheeler has to finish this out. Like this is like obviously like we're in June, but like right. If this continues at like some level of what he's at, man. I mean, Nola was amazing, but I and mean, Wheeler striking out double digits every start.
0: Yeah. Here, here's how. I'll, here's how I'll put it. If I needed one start, am I trust, trusting 2021 Wheeler or 2018 Nola? I'm choosing 2021 Wheeler. Me too. And I think he's the second best starter. Ugh, I don't know, man. Cliff Lee was unbelievable. The 09 stretch of oh, Cliff Lee. Yeah.
1: I, I guess, yeah, Cliff Lee and 09. I was thinking since holidays. So I, I I wasn't thinking in the 2000 terms. I didn't really give that much thought. But you're right. 09 holidays there. I mean,
0: Late. same level. Um. Yeah, so, but... Yes, yes. Oh, nine yes. Season, so, so Wheeler already has five straight uh, double-digit strikeout games, which is no. crazy. And well,
1: see the Scott Laubert tweet
0: about oh. how he's the only he's only second yeah. second pitcher in Philly's history no, to have.
1: No, only. F- oh, yeah, you're right. Only Philly's pitcher since 1891 mm. to have at least two starts in a season with 10 or more strikeouts and no walks.
0: Yeah.
1: And, it, and it's and again, no walks, June. no runs, no walks. No and runs. it's June. And it's June. Yeah. Yeah. No walks and runs. Like,
0: yeah. Dude. Like, man. Now we do have to factor in that. And
1: and, 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 and to your point earlier, eye test. Like this is not like numbers. Like this is like, eye test. Like this guy is dominant. Right dude, now.
0: it's 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 ridiculous, and he's holding ninety eight into the eighth. Like like yeah. it, like it's and his and his stupid.
1: secondary stuff is is like on point
0: man yeah what's what's funny about wheeler last year when wheeler so far this year or at the beginning of this year was like his slider was never really like a it, it's a pitch it's like if you get it over great but if i'm a hitter I'm, I'm just wiping the slider out because i need to focus on his fastball and that stuff like if, if he throws a slider for a strike great that's a win for him tip your hat to the pitcher um but he's actually throwing that for a strike now um and and he's a guy and I would, you know, I, I think some Phillies pitchers need to trust this guy. But he's a guy that has has been with Cotham since day one and has been, as I mean, he he signed here partly because of the Phillies analytics department, which is crazy. but um, And they went and got Caleb Cotham and look at what we're getting from Zach Wheeler. I mean, we're seeing a guy take a the Garrett Cole leap right in front of us. And he's also getting the, the New York Mets run support for Jacob Degrom, so um, it's uh, it's unbelievable watching him pitch. If, I wonder what his ERA would be if he didn't have that one bad outing where he allowed four in the first. Yeah,
1: and 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 that outing he allowed four in the first and still went six. Yeah, that's what like Aces settled, do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we that was a quote unquote bad outing, but it was six innings, four runs. Yeah. like and it was he had that horrible first and shut it down after. Like other than really one inning this season he's been dominant
0: yeah and the nice part about when you get a pitcher on a run like this is he becomes must see tv and he becomes like hey let's go to the ballpark and watch wheeler pitch tonight like that's that's what you're getting i mean you're you, you when you sit down and you watch a zach wheeler start you're expecting seven innings and almost double digit strikeouts every single night like you do that to the braves today and i know the braves like and uh, listen you can, you can, people can continue to be afraid of the Braves all you want. That team is not that good. Like, they're just not that good.
1: Like, well, and losing Ozuna, like, it. Re- you noticed it, because this is the first time we've played them without Ozuna. Like, it really, you feel it in the lineup. You feel like he was that kind of bridge where, you know, Riley as your five-hitter is, like, a real difference maker. Riley as your four-hitter, and he's been great. It's not, you know, Riley's been awesome, but, like, in general, it just really, that was a big hit to their lineup. Dansey Swanson six, like it's a totally different lineup that way.
0: Yeah. Danzy Swanson stinks. And like, I know your five hitter. All right. I mean, between losing Marquez and Izuna, um, it's, it's, it's been, a, it's a real tough scene for that Braves team. But, um, and like the, their starters aren't that impressive. The bullpen doesn't scare me. six stuff starting to fall off. Like, I think the Phillies are better than the Braves. Like, I, I know Acuna is amazing. And I know Freeman's amazing. And Albies is whatever. He's, He's not that special to me, but um like that team is just not that scary. They they are not that scary and they will again, they will they will beat us in some backbreaking way towards the end of the year. I know that. I know that. I know that. But that team is just not that good and and the Phillies I hope that these last two games they start to say we know they're not that good. We can beat this team. Like let's 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 go here a little bit. Let's let's bury the hatchet with this Braves team. So, um, man, man, what, what, what two games?
1: All right. A uh, couple other things before we get to the take back from today's game, uh, the O'Double not running on the double could have been a triple, you yeah. know, on the, what he thought was um, or whatever, whatever. Again, with that and the, the Freddie Freeman homer, like reminder, I know Dubal has been, obviously, you all know how we feel about him, but he's been good offensively for this team, you know, good in the leadoff spot, but like, that is a reminder, of of the type of player, the boneheaded stuff too. Um the the bullpen. Um look, Hector, I'm not at all worried about, like we talked about two weeks off. But like Alvarado, you know, sometimes he just doesn't have it. And then going back to to obviously a couple nights ago, Brogdon didn't look good. And and the bullpen in general, you know, the the stat was going around. I don't know if it how close it was, if it changed with a clean eighth inning today, but the I know I saw Joe Giglio tweet out that the, you know, heading into yesterday, at least the bullpens it, uh, ERA in the eighth inning this year was worse than the historically bad bullpen from yeah. last year. Where are you at with the bullpen? Because Coonrod uh, had the rough night. Oh, like, the yeah. dude can't, it seems like can't pitch with runners on base, you know, Um, which, by the way, we didn't give enough credit to for Ranger Suarez, the guy who's like a starter turn reliever. Like, that guy seems it doesn't matter what situation he comes in. He's like lights out. But anyway. Um, where you at with the pen? Cause I, I, you know, and Archie's been better. I think that's a positive, but, um, it has been a little concerning, more concerning lately.
0: Well, I mean, they are a bullpen. I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to be shut kinda. down every night. Yeah. So like it, as some guys falter, some guys have to step up and that's kind of where we are right now. Um, and the, only, and I think the only reason their eighth inning bullpen or eighth inning ERA went down today was because Zach Wheeler was out there. So that definitely helps. Um, but yeah, so like listen, I think I think Coonrod is definitely in a slump. He's been in a slump for a little bit here. Uh, I I do worry about the the spider attack, you know, whatever is going on there. Sure. You know, sure. I, and I yeah. he seems like a guy that has a, the they want to get the spin efficiency fastballs out with him and so I hope that I hope that he kind of figures it out a little bit. Brockton, I'm not too worried about. I know the home run happened, but I, you know, I, I still trust him on most nights. Uh, Hector's fine. Alvarado's just a just a roller coaster. I have no idea. I just have no idea what they're getting. It's wild, and, man. Yeah. It's, it's like
1: one night to the next. You you literally never know what you're gonna
0: literally get. literally no idea. Rangers... And
1: it's like immediate. Like you're like, oh, this. But then he was able to say I the, I honestly, I was so ready when they brought Cotham out uh, to talk to him. I was like, why are we not just taking him out here? Like he doesn't have it. And then he settled in and got out of the inning, and I was shocked because it just feels like It feels like some days it's just like, all right, he does not have it, and you got to go move on from it.
0: Yeah, I guess the problem with where this bullpen is right now is that, you know, you just don't know who you can trust on. Because it seems like it's night night to night with these guys, you know? Um, Like, Ranger, we'll see. I mean, he's been (laughs) lights out, but we know that won't last forever. Hector, you can trust on most nights. But other than that, like... You don't know if Archie's going to come in throwing 94-91. You don't know if Brogdon's going to have the feel for his changeup. You don't know if Jose is going to know where the ball's going. Same thing with Sam Coonrod. Like, on some nights, it's like, yeah, great. They're fine. Perfectly fine. And then some nights it's just like, oh, they're the worst pitcher I've ever seen in my life. So, um, yeah, their the, the problem is they have no one they can like just trust to come in and do the job and and everything will be fine. So, uh, like, the bullpen, here's where I'm at with the bullpen. They have talent. We don't know what they're going to get. We're going to be frustrated with them. But... More often than not, I, I think that they're good enough to not kill you like last year's bullpen killed you.
1: Yeah, and like we always say, look, coming back to it, like, start hitting, right? Start yeah. hitting, and then a lot of these problems go away, you know? The bullpen doesn't have to be as good if you put up eight, ten runs, you know? Like, I mean, seriously, like, that's the strength of this team. And look, Didi on the the AAA assignment, that's good to hear. Like, hopefully he's coming back soon. And, like, you got your eyes back. Like you said, Bryce needs to get his feel back and all that, but... There is a reason to be optimistic from that perspective, and that can really make up for some of those other deficiencies. All right, last thing, and it's more of a question for me before the take bag. Why, and I, I know like day off and all that, but like I thought it was weird that that Girardi went Marshawn over JT today, and then obviously, look, I, you can't blame Girardi for Marshawn, who's a great defensive catcher, all of a sudden just kind of, losing it in the 10th the and, and those well, two pass balls. It's not easy like,
0: when, you, when the when guy had it, catch, you have to catch.
1: I agree. I agree. I agree. But, like, certainly the one of those, like, he should have been able to stop. Like, he went for his glove. Like, he should have gotten his body in front of it in that spot. But regardless, like, why do you think he went Marshall over JT just to get JT a full day off to have him as a pinch hitter later? I don't well, know. Already, he no, he already,
0: he already pinch hit JT.
1: Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. That was my bad. Yep, yeah. you're right.
0: Yeah, Duh. he he already pitched it. Cool. He, he but he could have, but he could have kept him in. Is the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that
1: that's why I think I, I I was like, why is JT not in the game still at this point? That's a bad job, right? Like
0: so he, so sure. what what he what he probably should have done was he probably should have put him in for nap. He should he should have pinch hit him and then leave him in for nap, and then it opens up the nap spot so that you could use you could use Miller or Joyce rather than having to use Janikowski as a pinch runner and then Joyce and burn two bench bats you know back to bat and also like you know at that point if so if you put JT in for nap then um you're not left with a situation where nap's your well nap's still in the game and your only backup plan is Marshawn so uh it was interesting I mean like within two that was
1: clearly a I'm watching Zoe at this moment of the game and definitely spaced on yeah
0: well and there's a you know and there was a uh, uh, span like, there. Why
1: wouldn't he stay in the game too? Like it makes no sense. Well, anyway. I think I
0: genuinely think he just wanted him to to give him a full day off. Yeah, now okay. the the fr- now the frustrating yeah. part is that even off day tomorrow. So you know.
1: Right. Yeah. And had and had like so many off days lately. Yeah. I mean, we had the rain yeah. out the off day after that. They had the other Friday off day. Like they've had like a lot of off days in a normal course of a season lately. So not the Monday off day. Off day today tomorrow, like you said. So anyway. All right, Fritzy, take back.
0: Yeah, so um, the attendance has been weird, uh, and really weird, man. And and I, really weird. And I think you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not like worried about it. Like I know people are like, oh, well, no one wants to go to the games. Like I don't know. Like I'm not like dying to get back down to the to the ballpark. Like I, I mean, I know they're technically open 100 percent and stuff like that. Uh, but it's, hey, there's there's still a little bit out there. Like, it's like ah, uh, you know, I'm not not ready to go back to the ballpark we just
1: went through a pandemic i think there's still a lot of people who aren't ready to be back in large crowds and all that yet and that's okay i think that's okay obviously
0: yeah i mean obviously uh, uh, if it's in the playoffs and they're (laughs) and they're yeah i mean you
1: see that you see the sixers and it's full and it's packed and it's like oh like you know it better be that way if they get good you know yeah so
0: um, uh, maybe go on a run here, so we can get some fans back in the ballpark. And you I know. mean,
1: this is the run, like, it, it, like, this, like we again to say what I said earlier in the pod, like we did the the Segura Girardi thing, the seven running against the Marlins, Bryce getting it in the face, like so many things we've said, the 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 bird poop, like all these things, like ultimately that ups live show really truly. I mean, five of yeah, sevens right. since, but whatever. Like this feels like it these two games back to back, if you can't use this as fuel, like I'm nervous.
0: Yeah. Well, and the problem is though with that. The problem is though that like they do have a gauntlet in June. I mean like I
1: know, I know, man. I guess starting with two that the two of the best teams in baseball on the West Coast. And they're they're still 11 nineteen on the road this season. Like the Phillies are doing that what we're doing excited about right now at home. So, right. you know, that's still a big hurdle they have to clear.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Luke Williams, uh, he is such uh, he. he a couple things, he's such a valuable guy for uh, <laughs> Captain Double Switch, um, just because like he can play anywhere. I mean, like he can handle shortstop, center field, third base, like wherever they need to put Luke Williams, they will. So, um, I I wonder if they're gonna try to start him, uh, like each different night and kind of go from there, or if they'll use him as a bench player and then for a. Uh, double switch late in the game um I don't know I just wonder what they're going to do with him like I wonder what the plan is I mean today he, he started for Boehm um and I know Boehm's been down a little bit but I actually thought that he uh, he took I think he took his best swings of the year um this series so hopefully he's he's breaking out of it I mean smoked the ball today which is good uh smoked the ball a couple nights ago um so hopefully he's kind of breaking out of this a little bit but I wonder how they're going to use him if they're going to start Luke Williams or if they're going to use him as a super valuable, like can play anywhere guy late in games.
1: Yeah. Uh, Look, it's, it's a good question. I think the fact that he can play a bunch of positions really, like you said, really helps, Um, especially with, you know, look, Therese is going to stay. That's he's been great and it's Joe's guy. So he'll be here. So you need someone who has the ability to play outfield as well for that extra bench spot. And look with Brad Miller too, they have versatility, right? I mean, they, all of a sudden, one of our big complaints with this team this season has been the bench, the depth, and all that. Like when guys are healthy and Didi comes back, like I, I kind of like the bench, you know.
0: That's not even factoring in Scott Kingery either. So
1: hey, <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Yeah.
0: Well, we, we brought it up last podcast, so we
1: Did we? Yeah. He wasn't outrighted when we. Did yeah, we last did. It was, the, it was the end of the podcast. Oh wow. Yeah. All right, my bad. Uh, there you go.
0: Nola, Nola is just he, he is he is so frustrating to watch right now. Um, and I don't know what he's got to do to figure it out, but like, he's trying
1: to ignore that that game happened. I know, I know, I know, I know, but I can't, I
0: can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, Go ahead,
1: you gotta do what you gotta do, I get it, I get it.
0: Enough with the fastballs up in the zone. Like, Nola is at his best when that fastball is riding down in the zone, and he's getting ground ball after ground ball after ground ball. And it's just like, man... Figure out your mechanics or something like it. This is your ear. Your ear is over four now. Like this is this is not good, and it's just he's continuing with these fastballs that are up, and when they're up, he's starting to leak them out over the middle of the plate, and they're getting smoked. Like it's time, man. Like enough, enough of these last seven starts. Get the fastball down, and let's go on a little bit of a run here because it's just it's been too many. It's been too many meh starts for a guy as good as Aaron Nola. And if this team's yeah. going to go on a run, it it needs to come with Aaron Nola getting back on track.
1: Yeah. I'm so with you, man. Like, I'm so with you. I mean, he's been the third best pitcher on the team this season, which is crazy to say, but he has. I mean, Wheeler, obviously. But Eflin's been better. I mean, the numbers show it, but he's been better. At least he's been more trustworthy. You know, you feel like you can trust Eflin more in these spots. So, I'm with you, and look, I do think he will. Like the history of Aaron Nola, he's gone through cold stretches, and this is a long one. But you know, he he usually finds his water finds its levels, you like to say. Like he finds his way back there. But to to contend, you know, with the way the season's gone, even if the offense gets better, like you need those three. You need Wheeler, Eflin, and, and Nola to really be legit. And also to your point again, like we need Nola to take down some big games, some big spots. It feels like whenever this team's spiraling, like. He's not the stopper. So, you know, you need that.
0: Yep. Um. They only struck out 16 times that entire series.
1: Hey, yo. Wow, buddy. What nice. a, what a, what a, I can't, I don't even know what to say.
0: And it's a shame. It's a shame that uh, their offense went cold the last two games because their, their offensive approach Monday night I thought was beautiful. I mean, bunts, hitting and runs, and, like, when you're not hitting the ball at the ballpark, you got to find a way to manufacture some runs. And you know, he, but I mean, to 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 his credit, Segura stepped up today and and picked up O'Double when when he wasn't on third base and was able to bring him home. Alec Bowman a ball through the hole. Uh, Nappy bunted today when there's a huge uh, hole on ah, the left that was side. Great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like listen, a, 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 analytics are analytics, and I get it, but I just know as a pitcher that every time, anytime a runner gets on base, more stress is added to the pitcher and. You know, I would like to see if you're not swinging well, get the bunt down and and take a base when you can. So uh, I, 16 times in a, in a weekend, especially with, you know, starters, you know, and pitchers hitting uh, is good. And it seems like their strikeout rate's going down. It's been, I think it's been going down a little bit. And it seems like they're making a conscious effort to, to uh, you know, make solid contact and not strike out all the time.
1: Huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's um, It's exciting. Because it's it's a much better brand of baseball to watch, you know. It's it's a much better brand of baseball, and again, they were the second worst team in baseball, and probably still are. I haven't checked, but you know, even with this weekend and whatnot, or the last few days and whatnot, like they're probably still up there. They've been the second worst team in baseball in terms of strikeouts. It's not fun to watch. I mean, when you're they're striking out over a quarter of the one of every four hitters that steps to the plate is striking out. I mean, that's crazy. So yeah, I think that's important, Jack.
0: Yep, uh, big big uh, series this weekend. Excited to see, excited to see the Yankees. If there are not thirty thousand a night, that's a disappointment, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I that's mean, a you got. It. I mean, yeah. the Yankees. I dude. I mean, and look, w- let's be real. It's going to be an annoying amount of Yankees fans there. But yeah, you need you need. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you need to capitalize right. on
0: that. Um, and high hopes night at Four Fingers Brewing Company is July tenth. We will see you there. Come out, have some beer, watch some fills, and hang out. Yeah,
1: uh, we have to get Luke Williams on the podcast somewhere. I think, right?
0: I guess that's my da- my task. I gotta figure I out a way to get him feels on there. Like yeah.
1: a, he feels like one of our guys. I know. You know? I know. He feels like you know. Well, on the, and the he's, guy. Off sky.
0: He, he he is sure found every mic possible in the last 12, 12 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, so.
1: You know what? Good
0: for him, dude. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He, is he is. He is sure.
1: Cap- Capitalized, big
0: dog. I'm yeah. with you. Oh, yeah, I mean, and same. And I know they're there, but I mean, the family's on the broadcast again today. I mean, they, it is. It is a big Luke Williams moment these last couple of days, and it is. It is great to see. It's good to see. So uh you know, good for I the love kid. It. Love the kid. And uh, I, I just, I have, I, I genuinely have this special feeling about Luke Williams. Not that he's going to be some. Some superstar, but I think he's going to be a Philly guy for a long time.
1: Yeah, and look, he has that vibe. I mean, he's he like you said, he's like a baseball guy. He's a grinder. He's just he's just feels like he's got it. So you know, fingers crossed. It's exciting. Are right, you got any final thoughts, Fritzy?
0: No, but I do have to think now because I I I had long stated that I thought Nick Maytama was going to be their Brock Holt, but. I think that Dave Dombrowski has found his new Brock Holt in, in oh, Luke yeah. Willow. Well
1: at least Dave's found something, right? I mean, you're you're tweeting about Carson Ragsdale at an alarming rate. Well,
0: it's uh, he's got the fourth most strikeouts in Miley Baseball yeah. and it it really pains me to, to see how good he's doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you gotta redeem yourself, buddy. Well trade the drafts the drafts deadline. coming
0: up here in a little bit, so he can redeem That's himself true. then.
1: And the trade deadline, so you know, let's go. Let's make something happen. Um. All right. Uh, final thought is l- just like don't make the phrase "we we'll let the Phillies get hot" uh, be a joke. Right. Make it real. Right. Okay. Make it real. Get hot. Like use this. Like show some heart. Show some emotion. Like this is awesome. Back to back walk offs. Let's go. The the we're ready for you. Philly is ready for you to freaking grab it and go. So let's freaking do it. All right, he's for a censor. I'll see you later.